Every year, millions of people disappear throughout the world. In an age of technology, many can still disappear without a trace. But what about back when we didn't carry computers in our pockets? Back when whole towns could disappear. That's what happened to one town in Brazil in 1923, when it was discovered the town of Oe Verde and its 600 residents disappeared seemingly overnight, if it was ever really there to begin with. Welcome to Myth, Mysteries, and Monsters. The world is full of myths passed down from generation to generation. Mysteries haunt us. Monsters hunt us. Today, we're looking at the mysterious town of Oe Verde, a small town of 600 in Brazil that without warning disappeared, leaving few eerie clues and many theories. We'll learn the legend and then go through the theories separating fact from a whole lot of fiction. And I'm proud to say, we found the origin of this legend. Part 1. The Legend of Oe Verde, Brazil Where there is mystery, it is generally suspected there must also be evil. Lord Byron On February 5, 1923, villagers of a small town near the jungles of Brazil noticed the usual daily shipments of trade from the neighboring town of Oe Verde hadn't arrived. It was unusual for the boat to be late, and even stranger for it not to come at all. But the villagers waited, expecting a good reason for the delay. But the reason and the boat never came. The villagers decided there must be something wrong, possibly with the trade boat at Oe Verde, so they took it upon themselves to bring their trade items to them instead. They expected a friendly greeting at the small dock, as it was customary between the two villages, but instead, as they approached, they could see the small trade boat. It was still tied down, the calmness of its bobbing deceived the visitors of the horrors they would find. They reached the dock, immediately noting the usually manned dock was empty and the town itself seemed quiet, where the usual bustling sounds of the villagers talking and laughing filled the air. All they heard now was the eerie wind passing through the dead town. They walked further into the silent town expecting someone, anyone to be around, and yet what they found were hanging signs creaking with the wind. Homes with their doors and windows open, and tables set as if everyone left in a hurry. Their tour brought them to the school, where the mystery took a terrifying turn. Just outside the school on the dirt ground was a pistol, the smell of a fresh fire still lingering on its metal. On the chalkboard within the school, they were met with a phrase written on the board that would haunt them to the end of their days. There is no salvation. Part 2. The Theories The need for mystery is greater than the need for an answer. Ken Kesey. The mystery of Oe Verde seems to be shrouded in various theories, some literally out of this world, some out of this dimension, and some rooted in the history of Brazil at the time. But the actual answer to this mystery is one that most articles and magazines seem to willfully ignore at times. Let's start with the most bizarre theory that is floating around. This theory states that 600 residents of Oe Verde were swallowed by a black hole, taking them all to a fourth dimension. We'll skip past the fourth dimension piece of this theory since, as humans, we cannot observe a fourth dimension. But black holes, we can debunk. Black holes are defined as a place in space where gravity's pull is so strong that nothing, not even light, can escape. If a black hole opened up in Oe Verde, Brazil, then it wouldn't have just taken the residents of the town. The entire town and possibly the entire planet would have been pulled by the extreme gravitational pull of a black hole. When I read this theory, I thought, what if they meant the black holes were small? opening up at strategic points in the village. Is that a possibility? Turns out, no. Because just one millimeter, or one twenty-fifth of an inch sized black hole, would have the mass equal to 10% of the Earth, and its gravitational pull would affect at least a third of the planet. The next theory is one that people really like to point to 
when there's really nothing else to explain a mystery. Aliens. The theory states aliens came and abducted all 600 villagers. If, and that's a big if, the stories of people being abducted by aliens were true, never has there been a mass abduction of people by aliens. Also, that other village would definitely have seen or reported a large alien spacecraft taking 600 people at some point. The next more plausible theory people point to is the political landscape in Brazil, leading to soldiers or revolutionaries forcing all the villagers to evacuate. Now, I say more plausible because it's rooted in actual history and not because it's their actual answer. During the late 19th and early 20th century, Brazil was going through several revolutions, with a new president elected in 1922 named Arthur da Silva Bernardes, facing challenges from both sides of the political aisle. The legend of Oro Verde would have you believe revolutionaries were going from town to town kidnapping, moving, or killing people randomly in Brazil. But in reality, the steps revolutionaries took are pretty well documented. The villagers disappeared in 1923, but there are no recorded revolts in that year. There is one in 1922 and one in 1924. Many repeated versions of the legend state there was a civil war going on in Brazil that displaced many people, but there was no civil war in 1923. The Brazilian Revolution didn't occur until 1930, and the Constitutionalist Revolution, or what would be called the Brazilian Civil War, happened in 1932. There's also no reports of an entire village wiped out, and if they had been moved, there's no records of 600 people being relocated anywhere in the surrounding areas. And then there's the issue of the names of the towns. One town is completely nameless in the legend, while Oro Verde is a rather strange name for a village or town in Brazil. For one, Verde translates to green from Portuguese to English, but Oer is not a word in Portuguese. It seems to be a Dutch word for a derogatory term for sex workers. Second, the legend states the town has been forgotten to time, but I was able to find multiple lists of towns and villages dating back to the 16th century for Brazil. No names come close to Oer Verde, except for Ouro Preto, which translates to black gold, and the history for it goes back to 1698, and I do apologize for any mispronunciations there. So it's starting to look like this legend is nothing more than a made-up story. Part 3. The Long Maze to Prove Occam's Razor The Game is Afoot Quote by Arthur Conan Doyle It's pretty clear this legend of Oe Verde is made up, but in order to prove it's made up, we need to find its origins, otherwise there can always be shades of doubt casted. Unfortunately, this story is so obscure it's hard to find any sources right off the bat. There's no Wikipedia page, Britannica page, or Snopes page, and the story has gained a new life from recently appearing in the hit video game Control in 2019 and a BBC audio drama in 2020 called The Lovecraft Investigations, linking the legend to H.P. Lovecraft. Since then, there has been an uptick in articles mentioning Oe Verde in various lists that house other more quote-unquote credible towns or mass disappearances, like the colony of Roanoke in 1590, which has always been told as a disappearance story where only the word Croatoan was carved into a post. But in reality, there are many credible reasons for the disappearance, since the only witness we had for the events is John White, who left the town for three years. There has been evidence found that the colonists were most likely killed by Native Americans or relocated and died from the harsh weather, and even evidence they relocated and mixed in with the small Native American tribe nearby which I personally think is the most likely explanation, since the name of the tribe was Croatoan, the same word that was carved into the post. So when looking for the origins of Oer Verde, pretty much all these blogs and list sites ended with a source to coolinterestingstuff.com, 
with an article featuring Oe Verde, but no sources, so I hit a dead end. Luckily, after several more hours of searching, and after finding the story listed in a Japanese book about Brazilian folklore from 2013, I stumbled on a forum on ParadoxPlaza.com from 2019. That led me to a Portuguese blog from 2016, that after being translated, led me to Unexplainable.net, which appears to be the earliest instance of the story appearing in English. It was dated September 2nd, 2010, and written by Chris Capps. I say this because the person writing the Portuguese blog actually interviewed Chris Capps years ago to find the origin of the story. Unfortunately, Chris Capps didn't remember and only recalled it being translated from a Russian newspaper. But he also didn't cite sources on his website. At least with this new information, I was able to narrow my search and came to a 2008 forum on AR-15s, which was weird enough, but it actually gave me the name to the Russian newspaper, Pravda, which has a less than stellar honesty record and was the former official paper for the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. Next, I was able to find a Russian-slash-English website where the Pravda newspaper's archived articles had been translated. Here, I was able to search for the original article, featuring Oe Verde, and I found it. The article is entitled, Black Holes Devour People, so we're already off to a good start. It was dated April 26, 2004, by Mikhailov Andre. That's the Google name translate, so that may be inaccurate. It features such paragraphs talking about meteorites slamming into Earth with such force it causes electrostatic levitation. This apparently picks people up and transfers them to other parts of the world. I don't think I need to stress this, but this does not and cannot happen. The same article blames the disappearance in Roanoke to protoplasm coming from deep in the ocean and eating people, which, according to Andre, happens every few centuries. So you can see what we're dealing with here. Turns out every paragraph in the article had multiple lies, but there it was, the paragraph of Oe Verde, and it was short. This article states, quote, The search for 600 inhabitants of the settlement Oe Verde in Brazil, who disappeared on February 5, 1923, was given up a long time ago. The police thoroughly examined the vacated small town. At school, they noticed a gun, which was apparently used the day before, lying on the floor and the words, There is no salvation, written on a blackboard. End quote. That was it. Since 2004, the legend grew into a game of telephone with everyone adding their own extra details and making the lie take a bigger life to a point where it appears in a video game in 2019, and multiple people on the internet are questioning it, while others have accepted it as truth. And before you say, well, maybe he got it from somewhere else, apparently 95% of what's on that article is made up by Mr. Andre, and spread from there. In one paragraph, he mentions a professor of California University, Jane Lindette, who is quoted as saying, I blame the so-called black holes for disappearances of people. I searched for Jane Lindette, Jane Lindsay, University of California, and University of San Francisco. Doesn't exist. It was made up for that article, along with several other paragraphs. But I did find that quote, and various other random pieces I took from that article, in various blogs all throughout the end of 2004 and 2005, citing Pravda and then spreading from there. Any other searches for the text in the article, including Oe Verde, with a year prior to 2004, gave me only a handful of results, all fake websites trying to get my credit card info, proving the legend started in that article with Pravda. It's possible Andre heard the story somewhere else and was the first to get it on the internet, but chances are, like most of the other things in his article, he made it up himself. The residents of Oe Verde never disappeared because they never existed. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Myths, Mysteries, and Monsters. That was a fun one. Hopefully you enjoyed it. My name is Hector. Script and research is done by E.L. Soto. Sources are in the show notes for further reading. If you enjoyed the episode, leave us a rating, a review, or subscribe for more.
And remember, always look behind you.